0: Coffee with the Azorian one. I am your host, the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. Uh, you may notice a different approach here at the moment. Uh, the reason why we're in the kitchen, first initially, <clears throat> is because of uh, you know certain news that hit over the weekend about a certain celebrity chef who had a place in many people's hearts, including your host here, a big fan of the man, uh, Anthony Bourdain, of course so i thought i would change it up a little this morning in honor of the type of show he had uh, so i've left the living room and come into the kitchen since the man was a chef first jackie don't do that shh gotta keep him quiet still um so i thought i'd bring into the kitchen if you're wondering why the odd angle and the way i'm kind of hunched over here is because <clears throat> after the day trip my wife and family took to pescadero bay on Wednesday, uh, I left my little tripod in the car. And this morning, my wife has said car to go to work. So, I have no tripod. So this is the angle. If you're watching right now on Twitch or watching later on YouTube, this is the angle you'll be seeing for this show. Uh, Holding my phone up is a package of boxed uh, juice boxes. So, very technical. Anyway, I thought I would show you as I make a special breakfast for the boys today. Uh, it is cinnamon rolls. Store-bought cinnamon rolls. I've already popped it open because of uh, you know the fear of you seeing me get scared of the popping sound this makes. We don't need you know, a video of the Azorian one scared of popping cinnamon rolls. No, we don't. No, we don't. So, um... In brief comic news, while I'm preparing this, uh, I did finally see Deadpool. I finally saw Deadpool 2, yes. I was the last Crusader to have seen it. Uh, it was my birthday yesterday. Yesterday was my birthday, yes. The, the Azorian one is a, another year older. Uh, I'm, I'm 21 again. No, I'm not. 36. 36. So, my wife um, decided to take me out in the morning. Actually, she gave me the option and I threw it in there. Thank you for the birthday, there, Tim, thank you. And I threw out, well, since we have some stuff we're doing later, what if, you know, my mom is willing to watch the boys and we can go watch Deadpool 2? And she said, absolutely. So, went to a 10.05 showing of Deadpool 2 in the city of Elk Grove at the Central Laguna. That's my dog, don't worry about it. Um, So we went to that showing. There was maybe three people in the entire theater, which is great. And we sat there and we enjoyed Deadpool 2 and it was uh, was phenomenal. That movie was outstanding. Many saying better than the second one. That means better than the first movie. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I still, what I say, the first one has over the second one is that we didn't know what we were getting. We didn't know what to expect the first Deadpool movie. Uh, with part two, we kind of knew what we were expe- what was coming, or the type of uh, type of um, story we were gonna have, or type of uh, content we were gonna have. So part two had more of a duty of surprising us and giving us things we hadn't seen yet. And it did that. It plenty of surprises. Um, I feel I can say quite a few of the surprises now since uh, it's been out for over a month. So um, that Brad Pitt cameo, that was outstanding, that was great. Um, <laughs> I was wondering who the Vanisher was, and now we know. Um, and the 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 resetting of the timeline was uh, that was glorious. So yes, we saw Deadpool two. Uh, as you see now, I'm making the rolls here. I got to show you like as if we were a Food Network or a Travel Channel in honor of this weekend. So there's there's the store bought rolls in a Pre, uh, uh, pre-greased pan. They are, they are, they are, they are exquisitely made by the store we bought them at. I, I forgot right now. So now I'm going to take this. I actually got to wait a little bit because I just turned on the, the oven. So I got to wait a little while. This is the part they don't show in Food Network. Everything's already edited and pre-done. So I got to wait a little bit for that kind of preheat. Yes, sir. He's gone. Okay, it's fine. Uh, the boys are watching Disney XD. They finally brought back their Marvel Sunday mornings. So right now we're watching the Avengers. I've got their milk here prepped, see know? Um, don't usually use this cup for Thomas. Usually use one of these guys with a sippy top, but sippy tops are all dirty. So we're going with this. Jackson gets this cup, but he gets a straw. straw. Running out of straws. Oh, and in case you're wondering what I'm having, uh, I I have a Hawaiian bagel here. That's right, a sweet Hawaiian bagel with butter. Butter was put on the bagel before going into the microwave. That way the butter seeps into the bagel. My wife's trick, learned that from her. Mm. And nothing goes better with a sweet Hawaiian bagel than a mug from Maui with your host's name on it. Sadly, that is not my coffee shop in Maui. It was a different Anthony. But, I got the mug. Yeah, that's right. Perfect little Hawaiian bagel. Aloha. So Deadpool 2 too. morning to you, sir. Ah. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, those two just tuning in again, I have a different theme today. We're in the kitchen. Um, in honor of a certain someone who passed on Friday. Showing you me making the breakfast for my boys. And we'll have a conversation as I sit here while this heats. Which I think... We're looking pretty good. I want to... Put it out there that I am no master chef at all. My wife is the chef. I'm a breakfast person. I can do eggs. I can give you waffles. I can do pancakes. I can do linguiça. Still working on dinner. Still working on that. But today's an easy day for the boys. So I'm now going to place said rolls into the oven. Like so. Timer is set for 12 minutes, as determined by my master chef skills, no, as determined by the uh, directions, because I need those. And now we wait 12 minutes, as the boys get mad at me because breakfast isn't here yet, but it will be here, boys. Nothing but stairs. Tommy has the head in his hands, he's so upset. Um, So, as we wait these 12 minutes, it's almost ready, okay? Okay, almost ready. Those looks are given, being given. Um, Anthony Bourdain. It's gonna be a little serious here for a little bit. I apologize for those of you who are tuning in. It's gonna be a little serious. Um, I became a fan of Bourdain once again through my wife. Uh, she was a big Food Network travel channel viewer. And I maybe caught an episode here or there. They didn't really pay attention to those networks until we started really dating for quite a while. And came across Bourdain with her. And it was hard not to be a fan of a show from him. The guy, for someone who was an introvert like he was, he was so willing to just go out there and talk about food, experience cultures. Just go on adventures and Don Lemon on CNN but at best he was the essence of a journalist. I mean, when you break down a journalist to its very core, you're you're curious. You're curious, and you want to gather information. Who, Bourdain just found a way to do it over food. You know? And something that we've all done. What's wrong, buddy? It's okay, he's fine, keep watching. Captain America's in Peril. Um, he he did it, something we've all been doing, but no one ever thought about setting up a camera and doing it like that, he did it. He did, uh, he wrote that article in '99, uh, Don't Eat Before Reading This. And that's what opened up his entire writing and television personality career. The guy, the guy, in case you guys want to wear, Bourdain wanted to be a comic book artist. Yeah, the Anthony Bourdain. Don't mind me, I'm creating some sound, uh, very tangible stuff I'm making right now those of you wondering, hearing ruffling sounds. Um, He he wanted to be a comic book artist. That was his initial uh, goal as he was working in kitchens around the world, around the country. Um, In the end, he did end up writing two issues, two stories for DC Comics. I had those brought up here. Forgive me, I have a slow iPad nowadays. I'm gonna find that right now for you. Don't mind me. Dead air. It's a great thing. Here we go. He wrote Get Jiro and Get Jiro Blood and Sushi for DC Comics. He wrote those in uh, the first one, 2012, and the sequel, 2015. He wrote it to Joe Rose and Langdon Foss. Excuse me, Joe Rose and Lennon Foss on Get Jiro. Get Jiro, Blood and Sushi was Bourdain with Joe Ross and Ale Garza. So, uh, he ended up writing those. Uh, But then that article he wrote, the Don't Eat Before Reading This, blew up. Stop. Don't do that. Stop. Um, Wrote that. All of a sudden, he blows up, he gets his TV show on Travel Channel called No Reservations. And he... Just, again... A simple idea. A simple idea of... Boys. A simple idea of visiting countries, visiting cultures, visiting cities, and discussing their history over food. And it wasn't just like rambling, it was in-depth discussions about everything, about history, about injustices, about the guy down the street, about which restaurant's the best, simple talks. And you were glued. He did no reservations. He did, there was a series called uh, The Layover. I don't remember if that was still Travel Channel. Yes, Layover was Travel Channel. He ended No Reservations, where he was going to areas, and then the Layover was his his series where he'd be at an airport, and he's in between locations, and he has a day or a few hours Layover, and what it was is him visiting the city that he's currently experiencing his Layover, and eating there, and drinking there, and talking to people there. Of course, planned, people know he's coming, but another great idea. Then he jumped from Travel Channel, and he went to CNN. And he took... CNN went to a direction it hadn't gone before. CNN was a news program, was a news channel. Everything was news on CNN. This was their first venture into, like, an actual show. And it changed CNN's future. Now they're, I mean, they're news. Now they have their shows with Bourdain, debut Kamal Bell. You have their documentary specials. It's taken them a different route. And they have Bourdain to thank for that because parts of Known exploded. And he easily was the rock star of food and culture. You know, you had the you had the uppity-ups, you had the over-civilized folk. Then you had Anthony Bourdain, who knows the top level of food, knows that it presents you a quality, high-civilized food, but prefers to go into the local shops and mom and pop locations and eat with his hands and have a few beers. He can work both sides. And as someone who... Recently, has reawoken his inner writer, and who sees himself as a starting out level TV personality, just without the TV part. Well, YouTube counts, I guess. Um, Bourdain's an inspiration for me. You know, uh, I've always, you know, my default go-to when it comes to being on social media and doing live feeds is, you know. Portuguese version of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That guy's been my hero since 99... 98, excuse me. So... I mean, of course I'm gonna base off him, but Bourdain presented to me a different way to reach the public. A different way to reach people. A calm, enjoyable, fun method of learning about different cultures. Yes, yes. yes. Suns out, guns out. For once, I'm not... I'm not wearing a hoodie, thank you. Thank you, Manderson, I'm not wearing a hoodie, I'm not wearing a sweater, I've got the guns out today. And it's a little cooler today, which is funny. So, that's what Bourdain... You know, he... he, For me, he showed a different way to present to people. That there are times where... Go be in the Dwayne Johnson rock mode that I can do, and then there's the, the times where... Just using a different approach, a different method. Different idea of how to break down a culture and discuss it and talk about it. And I have my wife to thank, of course, as I told you. She's the reason I know who Anthony Bourdain is. She's, I have a huge list of things I have to thank her for. That's one of them. Um, so when the news hit Friday, let me check these rolls really quick here. Oh, we're getting there. We're getting there, boys. It's almost ready. It's almost ready. Okay? Hey. Good job. We gotta keep them. We gotta keep him excited, or else, you know, just anger. Move my bagel over here, really quick. Um. So I wake up Friday morning. This past Friday, Mickey Mouse Club. This past Friday, I wake up at about 5:30 in the morning. Still laying in bed. Don't do that. He hit himself. He hit himself. I wake up at 5.30. I was already preparing to wake up early because the trailer for the new Halloween film has, has was opening out on Friday. It was really being released worldwide. And I was on wake up early because on the side, I write for Latino Review Media and I cover news stories that occur every uh, every morning. And I knew that one was coming. And for the past week, I had already been... You know, writing about the build-up to the new Halloween film. Yeah. Photos from the yeah. movie. What, Jack? Yeah, do Dr. I, I don't know. Doctor Strange will help them. Keep watching. Doctor Strange did something. Um, I was writing, like, Tuesday I wrote about the producer Jason Blum announcing that the trailer will be out Friday. Wednesday I wrote new images out. Thursday, new teasers on the social media. And then Friday we knew the trailer was coming. I woke up early. It hadn't been posted yet but I wasn't gonna go back to sleep because I can't do that because my body won't let me. Uh, But the first thing I see is this report, this update from Hollywood Reporter. And then seen and followed shortly after. And both had stated that Anthony Bourdain had died at the age of 61. So there's no way I'm falling back to sleep now. My body is not gonna let that happen. 50 seconds left on the timer here. And I think we're looking pretty golden brown. They're right on those 12 minutes, you know that? Thank you, instruction manual creators. Whatever. But bear with me as I pull the rolls out of the oven. Nowhere near as exquisitely as they would do on Food Network or Travel Channel. As you can tell, there's no cameraman following me, so just bear with me. Oh boy! All right, there we go. We got some rolls here. Right there, fresh out, golden brown. There we go. I'm gonna push this guy back in. And then I have to turn off the ovens. Boom. Alright. We let it cool for just a little bit. I'm a natural baker. <laughs> I'm a natural baker as long as I have the directions. I am not the guy who can go in here blind and just make something and let's stick a quesadilla. That's my wife. My wife can go in here, take a look. She'll make something. One of her many amazing that's qualities. Dr. Strange? Yes, Dr. Strange. Boys, boys. Shh, I really gotta put food in their mouths or if they talk more. This is ridiculous. They're coming. Keep watching. Um, woo, hey, that's hot. Uh, see, not a master baker at all. Master something. Hello! Um, yeah, just went there. They have berries. Hovering over the E button for this episode. Um, does so every episode. So I get the news, I can't go to sleep, I'm reading more, and yeah. It turns out to be an apparent suicide. Uh, don't you yell at me, microwave. And of course, you know, it sucks. It, uh. Like, oh, you're the cook. Oh, nice. Um. It hits, and I'm. You know, it, it, it. people say, you know, just a celebrity. Oh, what's the matter? It's a celebrity. Well, you know what? We connect with celebrities out there. Huh? Oh. Son's making a mess here. Hang on one moment. Check out my back uh, kitchen there. No. No spilling water. Stop. No. He's getting bored with spilling water. That's Thomas. Um... You know, he, he was one of those, you know, there's celebrities you don't... You know, you watch them in the movies and that's it. There's celebrities you watch on TV and that's it. You know, I've never, you know... I, I got my uh, journalism crush on Anderson Cooper. Sorry. I just do. I, I love the way the guy reports. I love that he's human. I actually enjoyed when He hosted with Kelly Ripa for a little bit, and now I'm an old man. I watched Regis, not Regis. Wow, Kelly and whoever his host was. Now it's, it's 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 Seacrest, isn't it? The guy does not sleep. Um, so you know, Bourdain was one you could connect with. Anyone could connect with this guy. He he never came off as this holier than thou, knows everything. Well, I mean, he knows a lot of stuff. But he never came off as a guy who had the diva aspect that many celebrities could have. I mean, it's hard to be a diva when you're going around the country, and around the world, and you're hanging out with people who aren't divas. You're hanging out with the normal people around the world, some not that normal. And you're talking and you're discussing things. And so, we saw him every Sunday night if you were watching him on CNN, or you watched him whenever he was on those other cha- uh, on Travel Channel. You watched him there. The guy stood up for things outside of his, you know, outside of his usual job. He took a stand for injustice. He took a stand for the way culture's being treated. He took a huge stand with the Me Too movement. Um. Especially since his his last girlfriend, Asia Argento, the director actress, she was a victim of Harvey Weinstein, and she went off on Harvey, and she was lambasted in the Italian media. He defended her every step of the way, and he would even say things like, you know, uh, v- Vitali, the recent uh, the last chef who got charges brought up against him or accusations brought up against him. He admitted that he was a fan of uh, of Vitaly's, was, no longer. Um. Excuse me here, I'm reading the comments. Yeah, good point, who's, is this? Cothaniel, sorry, my phone, a little bit away from me. He says, I mean, most celebrities feel sad about because we celebrate them in their culture, but then there's the rare Robin Williams that truly light up you light you up inside. Most of yes, you're absolutely right. Robin Williams is a perfect example. You know, these are these were entertainers that we felt connections to, whether we knew them or not. They 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 provided with us entertainment and they they made it where we cheered for them. I and mean, Robin Williams is one of those guys you cheered for. He, he was never the ultimate hero in his stories. He was he was the hero. He wasn't the unstoppable hero. He was a flawed hero. He was a human hero. And just hilarious and brought joy to eyes. I still watch Hook. And I know it's not Spielberg's strongest movie. But I love Hook. I love Hook to death. And, you know, it's... They connect with us. So Bourdain I had that connection with. And so reading how it went and then it being suicide. Suicide is already a tough spot for me. Um, It isn't my family, Um, on my dad's side. Um, It, uh, it's tough. Uh, It was, you know, I'll I'll be candid with you. Um, It was my uncle in 94, when I was, when I was 12. He committed suicide. You know what? I'm not gonna say committed suicide anymore because that phrase comes from a time when suicide was outlawed. It was an act of violence against someone. It was on the same level as committing murder. And I'm not gonna call it committed suicide. He took his own life. I apologize for saying it. I will not say that anymore. He took his own life. And 20 years later, his son, my first cousin, followed in his footsteps. Did the same thing. And I've grappled with how to deal with suicide. Uh, discussing it, talking about it. I've always was the upset, how could you do this? You, you're, you know, there's, the, there's the people out there, you're, you're a wimp, you gave up, you shouldn't be celebrated. And there was one time where I had that mentality. But lately, since my cousin Eric, um, Eric, those of you who follow me, Eric is Steve's. Um, I have a cousin named Eric Vieira. Same side of the family, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about my cousin Eric is Steve's. Um, He, it, it, it got to a point where I started realizing, you know, I have no idea what was going on in his mind. We were close for a long time. His dad is my dad's closest brother. After his dad died, we, we, uh, will you pick up your kid already? People honking across the street because they want to pick somebody up. They can't get out of their car. They gotta honk. Um, we were close growing up. We, after his dad died, we took him in for a few months. Keep on the right path. Introducing him to the cousins down south. The family he didn't know about. And then, you know, things just changed. You know, you... People go their separate ways and you lose connection. And he and I would chat once in a very long while. Um, we'd always say that thing. We always... Everyone... The line you say to everybody when you haven't seen them in a long time. We need to catch up. We need to keep in touch. We need to talk. We all say that. We say that to everyone we know. And... We didn't. And then I got the news that that had happened. And it made me... It made me look at it, the topic of suicide, in a different manner. I no longer go off on... uh, tangents that, you know, you, you, you're you weak, you, you suck, you, you you let them down, and all those are valid feelings, but it gets us nowhere. It gets us nowhere and we also have no idea what that person is going through. At that time in that person's life, maybe they don't have any help at all. And their mind literally is telling them that the world would be a better place without you. Ah. He got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ralphie, you're asking for uh, first time here, what's the channel about? I'm a member of the Capeless Crusaders podcast. We're typically a chat podcast about comics, comic book movies, comic book shows, all that. My Sunday morning show can delve into that and also delves into different topics of pop culture. Today... I'm I'm talking about Anthony Bourdain and the topic of suicide. A little more serious. I apologize. I thought i doing it today. You're free to hang in there. If you don't want to talk or view this, come back next weekend. It'll be different. Say it down. Let me deliver my food to my kids here before they starve to death. So I look at it now. We need to find a way to help people. Um, The best we can do, not everyone's going to want our help, but the best we can do is let them know we're there for them. Excuse me for one moment. And I then started looking into, you know, organizations that help out with people suffering from suicide or suffering. And when we say suffering, I mean, there's people who have attempted it. And you have the families left behind by the people who've attempted it and knowing that they have a connection, that they have someone who can be there with them. And yeah, I it's easy to just go with the you messed up. They, they suck. They're weak. They, they couldn't handle it. And you no, know, that's, that's easy to say. Let me scan through the chat room here, Grin, real quick. Quothaniel mm-hmm. talking about uh, depression in the chat. Absolutely. We've all, I think we've all reached a certain level where we start to reach this dark spot in our lives. I, full disclosure, am on my way out of a dark spot. Nowhere near, in my opinion, the levels that people like Anthony Bourdain or Kate Spade or others may have been in. I don't think I was that far. But I did experience some darkness. You know, there was, you know, specific events that occurred about a year and a half ago. one of those events occurred the day after another event, um, and that one was family of mine dying. Um, my cousin Blake, 25, dying of cancer, 25. So there was a good period of time where, you know, I was in this spot, and I'm the type of person who doesn't want others to experience whatever pain I'm going through. Jackson. Also, those of you just streaming for the first time, those are my kids in the background. They make noise sometimes. I apologize. I don't have a studio. Um, so you, you know, I was, I put on a mask. You know, made others smile. Be there for the kids. Be there for the wife. And then those moments when you're like, this sucks. You, you, you don't go to sleep at night. You wake up at bed. You wake up different times. You can't sleep comfortably been I have had those that moment so going through something like that makes me open up to what people are going through no one knows what Anthony Bourdain or Kate Spade were going through up here got a Jason Murray oh Nice. Nerd on the podcast. Thank you for being in here. Those of you wondering, nerd on the podcast. Brothers and sister of ours in Southern California. Talk about everything nerdy, pop culture, all of it. Our boy Tom is a member of that podcast. Uh, Just shared a Jason Mraz quote. Life and love wouldn't be wouldn't, wouldn't seem so bright if it weren't for a shadow every once in a while. That is so true. Um... Those dark spots can make you realize how good things are. It's getting out of the dark spots that make you realize that. And I was never that far gone. But I can, I can see where when you stay there and let build, how it affects you. We don't, we don't give our minds enough credit as to how powerful they are. Your mind has the power to change your entire body. Whatever the mind believes, it can achieve. And that's both a positive and a negative. If you fully believe that you can do this and devote yourself to this thing, your mind, when you put it in that mode, will never let go of it. I believe I can write a screenplay that will get picked up. With that mindset, my mind will not let me stop writing. Won't let it happen. If your mind tells you that you are a plague on people, that you are never gonna make it, that you should just tap out now and you give your mind that much power and don't get help from people, your mind's gonna win. We we don't give the mind enough credit. And we don't give mental health, mental health enough credit. We don't give mental illness enough attention. Uh, suicide was that thing where someone in their family did it and you sweep it under the rug and don't talk about it. They're, they're, they were bad. And yeah, and also, because they committed suicide, you can never talk about anything good you had with that person. You can never talk about the history you had with that person. I'm going fully against that. I'm watching Anthony Bourdain. runs like crazy because I'm remembering the man who entertained us, who educated us, who taught us how to be open to cultures. Bourdain is the reason I'm the I, is the reason this this proud Portuguese guy is learning about everything else. Or trying to learn about everything else that's out there. Trying to learn about Japanese culture. Fell in love with the hot, with the Polynesian cultures always reading about them, learning more about them. When I found out that I have Italian, Irish, and Jewish lines and North African lines in my ancestry, guess what I'm looking into about learning about? Those right there. And it's because of Bourdain for showing these cultures. So we can mourn Bourdain. We can, you know, we're going to be deeply affected by the way he left us. We're gonna be deeply affected by the way those we love left us when they leave us in that manner. But we can't be angry about it. We can't just sit here and stew and stew on anger about it. We have to remember the good times with that person. We have to remember the fun, the, the great moments you've had with that person. And then we have to try to help those who are going through the same issues, who are having the same problems. Or else it, it's, it's going to keep going, you know. Since 1999, suicide's been on a rise in this country. Since '99, so sweeping under the rug and not talking about it doesn't solve a thing. We got to be focusing on mental health, mental awareness, and the topics of suicide. So, if there's any moral that I have to this show, in my, you know, lower budget slight attempt to capture the spirit of an Anthony Bourdain show. The moral to my story is get in touch with your friends. Okay, hold on, wait. Be in touch with your friends. Whether it's, you know, the military vet suffering from PTSD who's having a really rough time with it. Or whether it's that friend of yours down the road we you haven't talked to that often or that neighbor that you usually are cordial with and civilized with who suddenly you know, doesn't talk anymore doesn't come out that often has an issue be a hand to reach out reach out do what you can to help we're not going to save it, everyone, we all know that but we gotta do more than what we're doing now because the status quo ain't right It's not right. So, I apologize for being a little deep this episode, but it's something, you know, with Kate Spade passing and then Anthony Bourdain passing. It's something that hits me here. And yesterday on my birthday, on my Facebook page, I asked everyone to donate to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I've known about these guys, this organization, for a few years now. Since my cousin passed, since a friend of ours in the family, their father passed, um, took part in their Out of the Darkness Walk, and it, it just—it's steps in the right direction on on helping people. Okay, wait, Jack. Just—he just can't. Jackson can't stop talking. Um. So, go to my Facebook, Anthony Steves. find me there. You'll know it's me when you see the Crusader posts and the Latino Review Media posts and nothing but movie, movie, movie posts. You'll find me, look for this face. Actually, it won't be this face, it'll be the picture of me with my Tony Stark goatee doing this. So search Anthony Steves on Facebook if you're not already following me and look for this face with a Tony Stark goatee. That's me. Um, and I did a post yesterday asking you to donate to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Last time I checked, before we went on, I hit $235. So, thank you to my friends and family who donated that $235 to the foundation. Every penny helps. If you haven't yet, go. If you can't today, do it when you can. But please go there and donate. Um, so... Um, with that said, I thank you all for tuning in, um, thank you Cortanio, I appreciate that man. Um, yeah, that's right, if we're not talking about it, we're not helping. And we need a lot more help nowadays. It's uh, it's important, you know, it's, it's just, it's, we can't do what we've been doing. You gotta keep pushing, gotta keep finding a way to make things easier for those who need help. Who want to talk. Who need someone to talk to and hear them out. So. Um, also, if you caught earlier, I did see Deadpool 2. Great film, two thumbs up. Uh, if not, you can watch it on the replay. Uh, this video will be on YouTube and our podcast app later in the week. Uh, Dr. Barry will be editing that up. Thank you again to him. Uh, next weekend, next Sunday, I'll give you guys an update because your boy will have a career change this week It starts tomorrow. And I'll tell you more about that some other time. It's my last day before I hit that. So tomorrow we'll have an episode on the Capers Crusaders right here on this channel. Episode 98, titled Superman 101. Where we'll be discussing everything about the Man of Steel. The Kryptonian protector of Earth. We'll be discussing that. So tune in tomorrow night, 8-ish, on this channel, twitch.tv slash the Capeless Crusaders. And with that said, on behalf of the members of the Capeless Crusaders podcast, one of which is also a member of Nerd On, the podcast, please follow them. Uh this is the Azorian one Anthony Steve's. I hope you've enjoyed my cooking with the Azorian one in honor of the legend Anthony Bourdain. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh uh, god, he got the eye. There's your last update from Marvel's Avengers on Disney XD from my son Jackson. He got the eye. Thank you for tuning in. No. Take Sorry. care. Oh. Love your friends. Love one another. Have a great Sunday. Hey. And tune in tomorrow for our next episode. Okay. It's-